You are listening to KC Sports Network, proudly presented by Emprise Bank. Coming up, the latest episode of No Other Pod. What's going on, everybody? And welcome yo, yo. another episode of No Other Pod. I'm Jimmy, along with my good buddy, Daniel Kuzer. Dan, what's going on, my friend? Game week, bro. Total game week. Threw the flag at you. It's uh, it's exciting, man. It's uh, it's here. We no longer have to watch uh, the Miami mess. Uh, oh, messy. God. There you go. And then uh, uh, <laughs> now we actually get to play a meaningful game again and try to claw out of the dungeon. That is our rankings right now. Current table, yeah. it's uh, It's been three and a half weeks or something like that. Three weeks really? since we played, and it's going to be almost four weeks by the time we play on Saturday night. Uh, it's weird because a bunch of teams played this weekend who got eliminated mm-hmm. and we're like one of the few teams that had to wait an extra week to play. But I guess that's because we already had so many games and ha- played so many more games than other teams that they're starting to catch up a little bit. So exactly. They got to get the, they had most of them had like two games in hand. Uh, a lot of them did. Yeah. So it's interesting, man. I'll be I'll be interested to see what the guys roll out this weekend and if they're ready to get back to business or what, because. Yeah, it's hard. The way to go is up. Yeah, it's hard to know. We're going to certainly talk about the game and and, and what to expect and whatnot against uh, San Jose coming up. It's a, it's a huge game. Nine games left in the season. Uh, we'll we'll talk about what it takes to to get in there. Um, but I guess first I should ask: Are you uh, are you melting in this heat? Are you surviving? Dude, I hate it. Um, <laughs> you know, you start as a homeowner, you kind of wonder uh, why your windows fog up. Mm-hmm. And you're like, okay, no, it makes sense because like everyone's windows do that. It's hot outside yeah. and you got cool air inside. It's yeah. science. Yes. Uh, but then, oh, dude, as a new guy at my office, I have to park in like the 900 lot. There's like 100, 200, 300, and the 900 is the, the furthest one. Okay. And But I, I like it because I'm like, cool, man, give me a nice little walk. Anything I can do to up the steps. I'm constantly going to the to the floor above me to go to the bathroom just to get some stairs in Good steps okay i yeah. like it and but today i was like any way someone could bring my car around because uh, <laughs> we need the valet oh my god i was going out there and i was like is my heart okay it's right. uh i didn't think my cardio was bad <laughs> but i'm not breathing too well <laughs> it's rough i saw on uh on sunday the national weather service i think it was of topeka tweeted out that the heat index in Lawrence reached 134. That's right. Yeah, Chris is dead. Uh, Chris has <laughs> Chris is just no longer with us. Rest in he's peace. stuck to he's stuck to his computer chair. <laughs> he's you know, it's uh, dude. I weather is weather. It's all it's the all, it's the one thing we all share together, mm-hmm. and so we we talk about it all the damn time, right? Yeah. But it's uh, I don't like when it's so freaking hot that places overcompensate with their air conditioner now it's not their fault it's the auto setting and it's so freaking cold we look like idiots bringing blankets (laughs) to a movie in the summertime you know what's up i'll bring a hoodie yeah it's hilarious that you say that because i actually had a coworker today who was walking around with a blanket full-on draped around her all day at work because it was was so cold in city hall yeah i was cold and i was like kind of kind of excited to walk to my car right now yeah, it's uh, it's been wild. Haven't been able to let my dog out outside for any more than like a quick bathroom break because I don't want her to die of heat stroke. 
and she can't regulate herself. She will run around for hours and not drink water. So can't let that happen. But, uh, watched my niece and nephew play soccer this weekend on Saturday. And I was like, how are we not canceling games for five and six year olds? This feels time for that. Like one was at like noon and the other one was at three 30. See, I saw a lot of games got like bumped up to 8 a.m. and stuff. And I'm like, okay, yeah. when I played rec league, those are my favorite. I was like, let's get it out of the way get it before done. it gets real toasty. It's just, I saw a lot of games on, on Sunday ended up getting canceled. And this week, more games and practices getting canceled. So I think people got the uh, the message from Saturday. Because all across the Metro, people were playing on Saturday. It was wild. Dude, kids are getting let out of school. I, I, I get the alert today. And I turn to my boss. I'm like, hey, kids are going home from school. So... What are we? What are we, we can doing? wrap this up. What are we doing? <laughs> yeah. Well, apparently, Kansas City, Missouri, that like a lot of schools lost their air conditioning today, oh, so wow. they let their kids out so they didn't have to be stuck inside in school with no air conditioning. And then my first thought, as somebody who doesn't have kids, is so you let a bunch of kids out from supervised school where there was no air conditioning out into the outdoors where there is no air conditioning, while their parents are probably at work, unable to go pick them up at like one in the afternoon. True. Pa- parents oh. gotta just all in autumn or Hope they don't have a job that makes them stay there all the time. Yeah. Like, I'm so lucky to have a, have jobs and bosses that can say, yeah, do what you got to do. Right. Those, don't, those aren't for everyone. It's pretty wild. I think it's going to stay this warm through, like, Friday. Uh, but it's yeah. supposed to cool down a little bit Saturday. So by the time we get to the sporting game on Saturday, um, it'll be a little cooler when we welcome San Jose uh, into... Children's Mercy Park. Now, San Jose, I think they just missed some of the crazy weather that was happening in California. They were a little bit farther north of the hurricane that happened. That's a that's a thing. That's a thing. <laughs> There's a hurricane that, well, by the time it hit LA, it was a tropical storm. But still, first time in history, a tropical storm hit Los Angeles. I'm from there. It's never happened. And while it's happening and things are flooding and, and everything's going crazy. Oh, by the way, there's, there's an earthquake in the middle of it. So... So did water go down to the earth? The, then? The, the world is angry and fighting back against the humans, I think is what Well, I, the earth was thirsty and was like, like <laughs> now I did see, I was, I was fooled a little bit by a tweet, but this is how dire the situation was in Los Angeles. Someone, no, you weren't fooled by this. Stop. Someone tweeted out the, the metro station at Wilshire in Vermont is flooding. And I'm like, holy shit. Because it looked like it was the metro station. It was not. It was the tram ride at Universal Studios. <laughs> See, you don't, you're a Disney guy. You don't do Universal enough. Yeah. You got tricked. You were just as bad as the freaking news broadcaster that slid into that person's mentions and was like, do you mind if we use this? No. And he's like, go for it. I wasn't publicly posting it, but what I did see that was pretty hilarious was after Ted Cruz fell for it, there's a shark driving down the, or swimming down the highway of the 405. Uh, I saw someone post a video. They were like, got live footage of the shark on the 405, and it was Jaws from the tram ride, which I knew that one. Yeah, that one's pretty obvious. That shark's fake as fuck. (laughs) But hey, I hope oh, uh, all of you who are listening, if you're here in the Kansas City area, uh, are are able to survive the hot weather. A lot of libraries, PSA, if you, if you don't have air conditioning, are cooling centers. So you can go hang out in a library where they have air conditioning, get That's some real. water, and, and cool off. So You sound like you work in city government or some shit. I'm just passing on safety information. <laughs> so. I'm just, hey, I'm just a messenger for big guns upstairs, man. <laughs> but, uh. <laughs> I am glad that by the time we get uh, to Saturday, which is going to be throwback night, celebrating the 2013 MLS Cup Championship like we talked about before, uh, it is going to be a little cooler. 
because it would not be fun to be out at seven o'clock at night when it's still 105 heat index watching a soccer game. So no, that would not be fun at all. <laughs> but we we did talk a little bit about uh, throwback night last week. Uh, we got a little bit more information this week, so we can we know a little bit more about what's happening. Um, they are going to honor a number of players at halftime uh, who are going to be there for a special on-field celebration. We know now who the players um, are going to be. I guess this was posted a long time ago, but but we yeah. can uh, recap who the players are going to be. Um, Matt Beasler, Christian Duke, Kevin Ellis is making a return. First time he's been around in a while. Uh, obviously, Benny Philhaber, Josh Gardner, John Kempen, Eric Kronberg, Kyle Miller, Chance Myers, Paulo Nagamura, Jimmy Nielsen, Lawrence Olam, Ikopara, Jacob Peterson, Brendan Ruiz, Seth Sinovic, and Graham Zusi. Some of those names, it gives me feelings to hear names like Eric Kronberg and Lawrence Olam coming back because it just takes me back to a totally different time, not just in sporting Kansas City history, but MLS history because so much has changed since then. Yeah, I mean, that, that's excited, man. That's exciting to see everybody out there. Uh, you know, a little halftime recognition, you know, Halftime is not very long, so I, I can only imagine what's going to be done. But um, it's pretty neat. I'm, I kind of hope they'll have some merch curated around the event and yeah, see what happens. Maybe some giveaways. That'd be fun. Yeah, bobblehead or something. But totally doubtful. Not claiming it. They did say that Sporting Style will release a commemorative capsule collection on Throwback Night, featuring items celebrating the 10-year anniversary. So we have not, at least at the time of this recording seen what the commemorative capsule collection is or what that means uh i know you talked about last week wanting to get maybe another uh reprint of that state line jersey from 2013 pretty cool pretty cool right that'd be cool that's like that's like the only jersey that i have that is not the authentic one i have the replica yeah okay i wish i would have bought the uh replica one back then because that might still fit me but (laughs) That's true. The replica is not as form fitting. So, well, the even the authentic jerseys over the years have gotten a little bit bigger. But back in 2013, it was it was tight, dude. I yes, uh, I had the black argyle one authentic, mm-hmm. and I gotta tell you, the not made for guys with biceps at all. <laughs> if you have the littlest bit of bicep curl representation, that thing is gonna cut off circulation to your fingers. Yeah. For sure. I sh- Dude, I should put that on and just come do the podcast in it. <laughs> just look just, ripped. I'm just over here wearing a condom. Sucked <laughs> <Just laughs> into this thing. <laughs> do you have a player? I'm putting you on a spot here. I-, I have a player in mind, but do you have a player from that era, like 2013, 14, 15, Sporting Kansas City, who you would consider your favorite? Oh, man crush on Benny Fellhaber all day. And the fact that he's still very much affiliated with the club and I can yeah. go watch I can go see him at any time from afar not a creepy uh too close for comfort kind of way <laughs> but from afar as he's a coach yeah uh but I just I don't know I took to him a lot and his personality and he would change up his hairstyles I would like change my hairstyle after him because I'm a mm-hmm. nerd uh and then uh saw him at a beer festival one time and I was just I was just like hey man and he's like how do I know you and I was like I don't know there's no way you should was this before the Victory Project stuff that we did? No, we were in it. Uh, it I was. This might have been part of the Victory Project. I don't know. The Brandy was maybe. there. Okay. And yeah. Brandy introduced me and and Marissa to uh, Espinoza, 
Mm-hmm. And we like just chatted for a while. And then I tried to have a conversation with Jimmy Madranda while we were waiting for the porta potties. And that didn't go well because his English was so so. And your Spanish was so so? No, my Spanish was no no. Uh, <laughs> it was bad. Sesanova came in. That was a hell of a time. That's when players were more accessible back then, where you really sure. had to enjoy that because that kind of stuff was shut down pretty fast. It was. Um, and, and I remember, you know, I was I was a relatively new sporting fan because I was new to Kansas City, but that was a time when I would go to just about like every sporting event I could po- like sporting KC event I could possibly go to. Like yeah. it, it had a kit launch party because it used to be a big deal where you'd go down to a physical location and there would be a whole event and the players would come out and it'd be a physical reveal. And I remember standing. We went to no other pub. There was a no other pub reveal one time. You, Brittany came with you. Uh huh. For sure. There was another one that was near um, the Uptown Theater in like a warehouse, and it was the year they did the um, the plaid, I think it was. And I just remember, I was at like, that one. The lights were off, and then, like the players came out and stood on platforms. There was like smoke machines, and then the lights came up, and I was like two feet away from Seth Sinovic as he's like standing on a platform revealing this new jersey. Then you can buy it right then and there, and it was a whole vibe. It was really cool. I didn't know you for shit then, though. No, I know I was there with someone else, but yeah, that was uh, that was quite the the setup there. They yeah, don't do stuff like that anymore. They don't, and you know, I know it's logistically harder as the league gets bigger and and players get bigger and more popular and whatnot. But um, yeah, I guess since we're talking about throwback uh, game, it's just yeah, reminiscing about before MLS got too big, before yeah, what it is I mean, now. They allowed fans to ideally be these sporting victors that you could, uh, you know, volunteer uh, at, at different events. Like you and I, I think we poured beer with Matt Beasler and Dom Dwyer, yeah. and, uh, and and then uh, then they tried to get us to work for free at the games, <laughs> which we did for a little bit. But I never did. Yeah. Uh, you did. I poured beer at the game and and learned that oh, there's I don't want to do this. I want to watch the game. It's like but. this is like. You're working concessions now, and it's like, what's yeah. happening? That's it, free labor. This feels illegal. <laughs> it was, it was a fun time in sporting history. Just, it felt like that was the peak of sporting's on-field performance and and their off-field popularity. The rebrand was really hitting its stride. The marketing was like just phenomenal. Really tapping into what it means to be a Kansas City fan, uh, and and they were in it competitively on the field. It was it was just such a fun time. The cauldron was was banging. Um, yeah, it, it was it was really cool. Um, yeah, it just uh, Tech Nine would come there and do like concerts before the game and sing songs oh, that felt awkward. Yes, Joko audiences didn't quite vibe with Tech Nine, <laughs> but they would they would use our uh, 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 the Radke who does our intro music for this podcast. They uh, you know they were on their commercial that like aired during the Super Bowl or something yeah. and announced their jersey and shit. Like, how cool. Yeah, it was fun. So I am excited to revisit that time. Um, it comes, I guess, as, a, as at a pretty decent time for sporting now when you need something to grasp onto uh, because as we'll talk about here in just a little bit, uh, there's quite the hill to climb if sporting wants to remain competitive for the rest of the season and get back into the playoff picture. So... You know, it, it's it's good to to look back and um, remember where this club has been. And even though it's a lot harder to get there now because there's like almost twice as many clubs in the league as there were back then, 
know that this team has done it multiple times before, and obviously that's the goal is to get back to MLS Cup and win it. So yeah, it should be fun. But let's take a quick break, and then we'll come back. We'll talk San Jose, what we think might happen against the Earthquakes on Saturday, and uh, what needs to happen the rest of the season. But we'll be right back. Thanks for listening to KC Sports Network. Make sure you download our new app. Find it on the App Store or Google Play. Just search KC Sports Network. What's good, everybody? It is Ben Heisler from Benny and the Bets here on KCSN. And if you are ready to go the distance and improve your golf game like I am in the process of doing, I want you to head on over to PXG right here in Kansas City and take the PXG Gen 6 Driver Challenge. They are confident in the Gen 6 that they're putting their money where their mouth is. If their Gen 6 driver does not deliver more distance, more carry and roll, higher dispersion compared to your current driver when you go in for a fitting, they got you covered with a $100 MasterCard reward card. That's it. Go in for a driver fitting. See if your driver is up to their driver. And if it is, you get a $100 MasterCard reward card in the process. This is an unbelievable opportunity to upgrade your game with a custom fit PXG fitting. I've had it at the Kansas City store with Alex. It was one of the great experiences I've had in a golf fitting period. So take the PXG Gen 6 driver all throughout the month of August and get ready to hit those fairways with confidence. So visit your local Kansas City store or head on over to pxg.com for all the terms and conditions. PXG, nobody makes golf clubs the way we do, period. Hey, so I uh, embarrassed myself in front of 300 people on uh, Friday night. Oh, no. So I had an improv show, <laughs> and uh, I, I had to I had had to do speed dating with a young lady, me and two other guys, and I had I was uh, Kermit the Frog, um, and I can't remember what my ailment was. It was something something silly. I can't yeah, remember. Yeah. But I, I'm doing a little Kermit voice, and then I start calling, referring to her as Bert. I have now transformed into <laughs> to Ernie. Ernie. I have now crossed universes. Kermit does not interact with Bert and Ernie. They are all Muppets. That is correct. Yes. They're probably voiced by the same people. Could be. But I, afterwards, I, and they, my buddy Ted goes, "Did you? when did you realize that you weren't doing Kermit? And I go, right now. I just realized. <laughs> absolutely embarrassing. But, dude, comedy, you got to fall flat on your face. You know what I mean? You got to fall hard. Sure. So, so you get better. I did. Yeah. You should have just rolled with it. You'd be like, oh, that's obviously the Jim Henson multiverse that I was working in. <laughs> yeah, just making the job. Have you that. not heard of improv, sir? <laughs> yeah, we're just making it up here, guys. Yes, and. Uh, and hey, it happens. I'm sure you're not yeah. the first person to confuse Kermit with a Sesame Street character. I he's mean, probably I, been I, on Sesame Street. Oh, yeah, he's been on there for sure. Um, why, why am I sounding like a fucking geek about Muppets? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Kermit's been there. <laughs> uh, before we get to uh, the San Jose game, um, Sporting also just opened away ticket requests for St. Louis City on September 30th. You trying to you trying to get one of those and get down there? I am, but it just popped into my head. I was Kermit the Frog in to BDSM. Yeah. <laughs> Use your imagination of things I was doing. It got pretty, whew, got it pretty spicy. Down. Yeah. You know? As long as there's a consenting frog and pig involved, then it's fine. <laughs> so yes, I I am try. I would like to go to the St. Louis game because I'm not trying to buy this absolute markup of a of a 
kangaroo court they have going on. It's absolutely ridiculous. It's pretty wild. I mean, I was down there at the first game with our own uh, Christian Gumminger, who was, you know, did a great Gumminger, bro. Gumminger. I do it every time. What are you doing? He listens. He's going to be so I mad. I was just direct messaging with him right before we were recording. <laughs> I, uh, it's Sorry, Christian. Gumminger. All right, man. Hey, uh, real friends, and then there's you. So. <laughs> so that was awesome. But yeah, the resale on those tickets, it was like, Two three hundred dollars. So what are they? Do they have Messi? Are they Miami? Like what are you doing? <laughs> I mean, they. Well, don't get me started on St. Louis because this is what we were messaging about today, Christian and I, about how stupid St. Louis's goals to expected goals ratio is. Because yeah, they're wild, man. I'm telling you, what they're doing. I know I've been saying it all season long. Doesn't feel like it should be sustainable. And then they go out and they throw, you know, a six spot on Portland, and it's stupid. But if you look at the goals to expected go sorry, not Portland, Austin, um, green trees, you know, what a, sure, it's easy. Uh, but if you look at the expected goals, St. Louis had 1.51 to Austin's 3.54, and yet St. Louis won the game 6-3. to three. This somebody, somebody sold their soul to the devil. That's the they only explanation. A, they played a handful of games at the beginning of the season, and you were like, It'll be fine. It's not sustainable. This, this, this They're not good. Season. They, their DP is a goalkeeper or something. You know, we were talking a lot <laughs> of shit, right? And then here they are just crushing it, dude. Just Hype. running the table. It's insane. Would you consider it a success on this season? Because Christian kind of threw out this hypothetical to me, and and I, I might buy this. If oh, Sporting sneak their, sneak their way into the playoffs, and let's say we get in on the last seed, St. Louis gets in that first seed, we could lose in the second round, but if we knock St. Louis out of the playoffs after their season, you take it, right? At this point? Oh, oh that'd be sick. I mean, that'd be, that'd be absolutely <laughs> phenomenal. Uh, they'd be so mad. We'd have to, dude, we'd have to freaking rush out of there. It'd be it'd be a bloodbath. It'd be in St. Louis, too. And yeah, it would. At, at this point, they're the number one seed because LFC yeah. hasn't been able to keep up with them, and it doesn't make sense because St. Louis, last I looked, they're – almost 17 goals above their goals to expected goals ratio. Like, it's it's dumb. I hate it. But Everyone should be getting really excited about this stretch of games, though, because, like, we just had a pretty extensive Leagues Cup, uh, World Cup break. You know, MLS been on a little bit of a hiatus here. Not all these teams have played as much as Nashville and Miami did, obviously. Right. But everyone's got about nine or so games left. Mm-hmm. And they're about to get pretty hot and hectic. And, uh that's exciting, dude. This is the gold rush. This is everyone trying to make it into that extensive playoff selection, you know? It's pretty wild. Yeah, San Jose is coming to town. Currently, uh, they're sitting fifth place. Um, they have 35 points through 24 games, so they have one game in hand. Um, they're an interesting team because they're good. Their, their, their defense is solid. Their offense is middle of the road i mean they they've only scored um 29 goals on the year we've scored two more goals than they have on the year and we're in 11th place they are in fifth place so um they certainly have a little bit to be desired in terms of offensive uh production now they have decent players um jeremy abobasi um is, is a pretty good striker christian espinoza um kate cowell so 
Is Kid Cal still there? I think he is. He was the he subject is. of some transfer rumors, but I don't, I don't think that ended up coming to fruition. Uh, so they have some some firepower there, but um, their their defense is pretty solid. They're just like solidly adequate across the board. Now, what they have done, which is a, a big reason why they're in fifth place, they're seven one and four at home. They're two six and four on the road. Let's go. This is a huge opportunity. They're on the road. Take them. Absolutely. And if you look at, um, they just played uh, a game in Vancouver. They just won that game on the road in Vancouver, um, thanks to a Christian Espinoza assisted by Jeremy Abobasi goal, 1-0. But again, solid defense, not a particularly impressive offensive performance, one goal. Of course, winning on the road is good, but if they're only scoring one goal on Saturday against Sporting KC... I feel pretty decent about Sporting's chances to come out of there with three points. Look, you're going to have Alan Polito pretty hungry. Not sure if you guys remember, he just set the last two games. So, uh, well, not the last two, right? Just just the one, I suppose. Uh, well, yeah, he got, he got an extra. He, he would have been sus- No, he, he said two been. games. Was it two games? Yeah, he, he was suspended for two games. Oh, because we got, yeah, he didn't play in against uh, his old club. It's and been 84 Toulouse. years since we've watched Sporting Kansas City play. It, so. I forget what even happened. Uh, I haven't been out there for a bit. I can't go this weekend. Like it's a, it's a hell of a time, man. And hey, you know what? When you're nominated for an acting award, what are you gonna do? <laughs> but you gotta right. get the ceremony, bro. That's true. That's true. Um, Alan Polito, he's gonna be hungry for goals. Willie Agata looked great, and now he's had three and a half more weeks to continue to get into better shape and better form. So I feel a lot better about being able to bring Willie Agata off the bench to to spell Alan Polito if need be. They've been so, practicing in this stuff, dude. They've been training in this weather and this humidity. Yeah, uh, that's crazy. I mean, is it like altitude though? Like, like if you practice at altitude, you're gonna get more comfortable with altitude. So why not practice in this heat? I, I don't think that's the same. I mean, I, that's what Houston tries to say, and it's like the only explanation for why the Dynamo tend to be as good as they are at home because it's certainly not the fan atmosphere that gets created there. Yeah, true. Very right. true. Looking like uh, looking like Arizona Cardinals playing the Chiefs. <laughs> Nobody's showing up. That was, that was rough. Um, earlier this year in April, Sporting did play San Jose, and we lost 3-0. That was on the road. That was not Good great. times. <laughs> but uh, We're better now, though. We're better. We are better. Last time uh, San Jose came to town for an MLS game was August 27th of last year. This is what, August 26th of this year that the game is? So almost one year to the date. And Kansas City won last year 1-0. to So, you know, it's... I think this is definitely... I, I think we kind of almost have to call this a must-win must win game. And I know like that almost loses its luster and or any sort of meaning because mathematically it's not and I've said that a couple times this year but if you look at the fact that sporting is behind the eight ball in terms of how many games they've played compared to the teams ahead of them and a team like San Jose that is ahead of them is so bad on the road this year you gotta go out and you gotta get the full three points if for no other reason than to give the fans a morsel of hope that you might be able to push for a playoff spot in the last nine games you have to. I don't want to say every game is a must win because that's not true, but uh, they're all very important and you'd like to get points in every game available. So yeah, uh, I think we're good, man. I think we're going to be good. I think we're excited. I think the players got to be excited. 
Well, and obviously I didn't watch the Vancouver San Jose game, so I can't sit here and break down for you exactly how each team looked or whatnot. I'm doing a little right. bit of box score analysis here. But if you look at the stats for how San Jose played against Vancouver in Vancouver this last weekend, even though San Jose won 1-0, Vancouver possession 58% to 42%. That play, That's kind of how sporting does. Shots. Vancouver had 19 shots to San Jose's three. Eight shots on goal to San Jose's one. This, by all accounts, appears to be a game. And if you look at the expected goals, 1.4 for Vancouver, 0.4 for San Jose. And the vast majority of those came on the goal they scored. If it weren't for that goal that they scored, which had a pretty good jump in XG, they would have been at like less than 0.1. So Vancouver seemingly played a pretty solid game. San Jose seemingly played a pretty poor game. I wouldn't be surprised if San Jose comes into Kansas City with a similar uh, strategy. Park the bus, very defensive-minded, let the other team get possession, and probably try to force Sporting Kansas City to just whip in crosses and hope instead of attack up the middle. That'll bother us. You come in and park the bus, that will frustrate us and bother us. So you you hate to think that you're a team that does that, but... If it gets you a result away from home, why wouldn't you give it a shot? Yeah, and if you're San Jose sitting in fifth place right now, 35 points, four points above the playoff line, you know you only have two wins on the road. You probably got away with one just uh, this past weekend in Vancouver, knowing that yeah, we probably shouldn't have won that. You're totally happy leaving Kansas City with a single point, getting a draw on the road. Oh, sure. You know, they could have a smash and grab, steal three points on a counter, or give up some stupid penalty. But this game is there for Sporting KC's taking. Um, San Jose will have to travel. They will have just played a game. This is a, a crucial game to to jump up to 29 points from 26. And depending on how things go, that could leave you just a couple of points off of a playoff spot because Minnesota currently is the team in ninth place and they're at 31 points. So depending on what happens, uh, this very well could be a game that shoots Kansas City right back up into that playoff conversation. I know. We're not anywhere. We're not far from this situation here that we need to be in. So uh, this could be a big one. And it's yeah. a home game, dude. Uh, everyone's going to be out there. It's a celebration. I mean, even the players know, hey, it's like it's like when you're upperclassmen or coming back to town or whatever. And, and you know, maybe you're a senior now, but they were, you know, they were a senior a couple of years ago. You want to play well in front of them. Right. Um, I've always been like that, man. Like, I don't know if anyone's ever watching me sing a solo or, or play in a game. It's like you want to show out for them. Absolutely. So here's hoping that they, they might be able to do it now. Kansas City Soccer Journal, um, Chad Smith, who, you know, I'm sure people know from Twitter and and he's been on this podcast before. He wrote a little article that's just like trying to look at the playoff math and figure out where does sporting need to get in the last nine games, looking at some historical data to make it into at least that ninth ninth place uh, spot. He obviously skipped the 2020 year uh, because that was the COVID shortened season. Um, if you take an average of the points from, you know, since 2015, um, not counting 2020, it's about 41 points Sporting would need to get to. Um, So in order to do that, um, that would have to 
you need to get uh, 15 points from the last nine games. So at minimum, you're looking at five wins at least. Um, five wins, three losses, and a draw gets you kind of like right there. There's not a lot of wiggle room here, but if you look at if you only get to 41, that doesn't necessarily guarantee you because the last three years that ninth place point total has been higher than years before. In 2021, it took 45 points to get to ninth place. Um, and currently Kansas City are at 26. So you might need to get as many as 20 points from these final nine games. Um, and if you're going to do that, then that's going to basically require you to win five or six games, lose no more than one game, and draw the other two or three. Very, very little margin for error. So it's... Um, it's going to be tough, and if you look at uh, the the games that Sporting Kansas City has left to play on the schedule, there's certainly opportunities there, but you still have to play St. Louis a couple more times. That's going to be tough. Um, yeah. Asheville, it's, this is not easy. So, sucks. Um, if I run through the last nine games on the schedule... Do you want to do just like without thinking, gut check, win, loss, draw, what your gut feeling is and see where we end up? Okay. If, uh, can't, so Saturday, home against San Jose, win, loss, draw. Win. Win. Okay. Uh, home against St. Louis, September 2nd. I don't like it. It feels okay. like a loss. We'll say, we'll say loss. Uh, on the road against Miami, granted, Leo Messi may not be there. We don't know, but September 9th in Miami. Let's say win. We're going to win. Okay. On the road in Minnesota right after that. Draw. Draw. Okay. Uh, home against Nashville. Draw. Draw. Okay. Home against Houston. Win. Okay. On the road in St. Louis. Loss. Okay. On the road in Salt Lake. I don't know. Draw, I guess. Draw. Okay. And then uh, at home against uh, Minnesota on decision day. Win. Win. Okay. So that's 12. You've gotten us right to 15 points. Four wins, three draws, two losses. If that plays out, we're right there on that line. And and there yeah. are some and, and there's some wins in there that are questionable on the road sure. in Miami. So the, the, the point of that is it's not going to play out exactly that way, obviously. But this is going to be tough. Oh, yeah. No doubt. So, I don't know. It's uh, It'll be fun, though. Hopefully, they're at this point, I just hope they're in it until at least middle to end of September, closer to October, so there's still some interest. Agreed. So, we'll see. Um, let's take another break here real quick, and then uh, I do want to get your thoughts on Leagues Cup and Open Cup and sort of, you know, what your take is is there so we'll take another break and we'll be right back thanks for listening to kc sports network make sure you download our new app find it on the app store or google play just search kc sports network we're driven by the search for better but when it comes to hiring the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all don't search match with indeed indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast 
Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. You know, not only do I got to be there to potentially accept an award this Saturday, but I got to sing and dance a song from the show. Ooh. Yeah. Right. It's the whole thing. Now I'm like, okay, where's the words to this mother? <laughs> need to look, need to get some refresh here. This is from Something Rotten? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And how long has it been since it closed? Oh, like April 1st, I guess. So yeah, you're going to have to bust out the old uh, script and make sure that you know what what's what. It's been a bit. Been a bit. So. That's funny. Um, well, good luck. Yeah, we'll expect the, the the full report next time when we record. Well, the thing is, when you win something, you got to go be uncomfortable and give a speech. I, I don't like giving speeches, man. I really don't. No. Uh, you never know what to say. You feel like a dum-dum, you know. Yeah. We'll it's, uh, well, you're an improv master. I trust that you'll be able to come up with a, a good speech. Oh, spot. I'll say some sappy shit and have everyone bawling. <laughs> um, well, good luck. We will be reading for you on Saturday. No, thanks a lot. So, the League's Cup is now over. I think we all thought, overall, it was a fun tournament. I'm going to miss it. There were some wild things that happened. I'm ready for next year. Like, it sounds fun. I, you know, as soon as they announce the group stage, like, I won't have the same reaction I had this year. This year, I was like, meh, I don't really care all that much. Yeah. And now I'm like, I kind of care. It's kind of cool. I think going straight to penalties is a great way to build some excitement, especially in the group stages and even in the the knockout. I will say- save their bodies. And save their bodies. I will say, I think there is a case to be made if you get to the final, maybe in the final only, playing an extra 30 minutes. I agree. That felt a little funny to to watch this incredible Miami-Nashville battle back and forth. And then it's just like, okay, now it's kind of a crapshoot. But yeah, it sucks. And that went to 
I did not watch it. I thought you were going to ask. Okay. Uh, I could not improv, but I think that uh, uh, kind of saw highlights and stuff and all that, but it's, uh, you know, good for Messi, I guess. Now they get to go win U.S. Open Cup as well. It's just, well, not betting the thing. Nothing's fair anymore. That's true. Did you see the highlight of the Messi goal against Nashville? Listen, you can't even say it's shitty defending because they are defending. <laughs> they are doing their job. Right. There were five of them. You see yes. five yellow shirts placed around him. It's not like they're just giving him all the space in the world. No. They were closed in, and he ends up like bending it into the upper left corner. Yes. And it's like, no, you can't talk shit on these defenders because that's what defending looks like. And that's after Walker Zimmerman already got his whole foot around the ball, deflected it back the opposite direction from the way Messi was running. Messi somehow... In stride, regains control, taps it around Zimmerman, sets it up on his favorite left foot while there's five Nashville defenders and sends it through a little, like, eight-inch window that he bends perfectly into the upper 90 into the only spot where the Nashville keeper couldn't stop it. It did not make sense. Why did Dax McCarty get his jersey? Is that because he was guarding him the whole night, pretty much? Yeah, and Dax is probably the most, you know, veteran MLS guy on Nashville. If it's not him, it's probably going to be Zimmerman. But, um, I mean, I just assume Haney Mukhtar. Have battle, you know? That could be. Haney Mukhtar is, is obviously the best player on on Nashville. So, that was the one I expected. But Gotcha. We know right. Dax because Dax's wife tweeted out the picture of him holding up the jersey. <laughs> I know. And then he retweeted and said, I'm sorry, but this is going above the bed. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm going to look at every time. <laughs> uh, we're lucky to have this phenomenal soccer player in our country, in our league. Um, I'm not even really mad. I'm just amazed. Um, I'm, I am annoyed. I am annoyed that this keeps happening. I'm like, can no one stop this man? Like, he, he, it's because he saves his runs, dude. He doesn't God. sprint anywhere. He just kind of moseys around. And then when the ball comes to him, boom, he takes off. And, and he got energy to kick off. For sure. It's so funny when somebody else on the team steps in front of his, like when he clearly has an idea and Jordi Alba has an idea and Sergio Busquets has an idea and they're trying to set something up and, and Alba has the ball at the touchline and he's cutting it back and Messi's making his late run. And then Joseph Martinez is like, not today. And he steps in and like intercepts it and tries to shoot and sends it out wide. And Messi's just looking at him like, bro, I'm here. Okay, There's no one on me. So they're not on the same page with that at all yet. Not yet. I mean, some of it they're they're getting there, but there was one pretty clear. And Jordi Alba, he he was mad because he went and he like punched the advertising board because he clearly it, there's a hilarious video uh, angle where Alba sends the ball back and you see Messi lining up the kick and there's nobody on him and then Joseph like steps in the frame and takes the shot like intercepts it one time. It's uh man. Well, there's still. Dude, think about it. They haven't had like a full week of training without a game somewhere in between. Right. Like, as he came and then boom, was playing meaningful games. He scored in every game. I saw someone say that if you had bet a hundred bucks on Lionel Messi to score a goal in his first game and then took your total and just continued to bet on him scoring a goal at whatever the given odds were in every game after that, you'd have five and a half thousand dollars right now. Because of him just continuing to score so many goals in that bet, hitting over and over again. Uh, but he, I mean, he, he's awesome. Uh, it will be interesting to see if he plays against Sporting Kansas City or if he's with Argentina. But at least next year, hopefully, uh, he will be here. Now, what I do hope mm -hmm. is I hope 
that the Sporting Kansas City uh, season ticket reps are not trying to sell season tickets in the same way that New England Revolution uh, sales reps are trying to sell season tickets because I have someone who sent me an email that they received from, uh, I'm going to leave it an unnamed New England Revolution sales rep because I'm not trying to put this guy on blast. This was their sales email. Hi, so-and-so. Did you see Lionel Messi win Inter Miami's first title win against Nashville FC in the League's Cup final? Messi scored 10 goals and seven straight appearances for his newest club dressed in pink. That means you have a 100% chance to see the Argentinian score here at Gillette Stadium next season. Secure your seats for the big game, blah, 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 sales. But I'm like, you can't be selling season tickets for your own team by being like, yeah, he's going to come beat us and you probably want to see it. And there's a 100% chance, which also I was like, if he doesn't score now, do they get a refund? But what the hell? So that was a, that was a New England advertisement. That was an email from a New England sales representative to a prospective season ticket member trying to sell Dude, New England Revolution season tickets. This probably needs to go viral because, like, what the hell? It's how can you, if you're a fan, how could you fathom that? Like, I mean, it, dude, we're not guaranteed to play Messi next year, so there's no. There's no way Sporting would ever market no. that. They're an Eastern Conference team, so he will exactly. be at Gillette, assuming it's not in an international window. Unbelievable. That's I could see if Miami was like, hey, oh, of course. He has scored in every game. Want to watch him score more? Right. Oh it's, man. Uh, it's pretty wild. I know there was Dick Sporting Goods in uh Nashville that were selling inter Miami Lionel Messi jerseys at their locations. So Money talks, baby. It Money talks. You, you know, you gotta you got someone of his caliber, and so you 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 market the shit out of it. Mm-hmm. It is it is what it is. And like you said, they play uh, in, in in the Open Cup semifinal um, tomorrow night. Oh, is that so this week? It, this week, yeah. It's literally Wednesday night. Um, so it's uh, it's gonna be interesting. Um, Inter Miami uh, plays FC Cincinnati. Is that right? Yeah, in FC Cincinnati. So it's going to be at uh, TQL Stadium in Ohio. So Lionel Messi's about to travel to Ohio for the first time in his life. But they could win League's Cup, Open Cup, and it might be a bigger ask for them to get to the playoffs than even Sporting Kansas City, but True. eventually MLS. They can still make playoffs too, though, right? Yeah. they can. I mean, it's... They haven't lost yet with him there. That's true. They would have... You know, they would have drew a couple games. So there is that. It's like, ah, you're not going to get penalties to win a game this time. Like, you got to win. Yeah. It's, I want to be the first team. Like, I'd like for him to play when sporting goes down there so we can be the first team to beat him. We have a habit of doing that to teams when they're opening new stadiums. We tend to be the first team to defeat them in their new stadium, or we go frustrate Zlatan in LA and get a result against a team with Zlatan Ibrahimovic in the LA Galaxy. So it's possible. Even if we drew against them and then shut him down, like, I don't know. It's uh, anything's possible in this league, man. They they might be, Messi might be like, whoa, I have never seen someone like Graham Zussi. This is crazy. (laughs) Espinosa just punched me in the face. That's fair. That's what. Who has a problem with that? Anybody? Any objections? <laughs> it's, it's happened before. That's what he does. But you now Brad ask Davis, Brad Davis. Lionel Messi. It is funny to watch the referees try to officiate Lionel Messi because clearly they have been told do not let him get hurt. 
because he is the moneymaker. But they're saying that's not fair. It's it's not, but it it seems like you know there's some you know treatment. I I learned you know I learned a lot watching uh, watching that quarterback series on Netflix. You watched that? I actually haven't watched it yet, but I've heard nothing about okay. things. See, I I finally did it, uh, basically because my wife was watching it, and I was like, "You hate football? What are you doing?" And she's like, "I don't know." She's like, "It kind of makes me like football." And she yeah, loves and that I, Kirk Cousins guy. Yeah, right. He's just Honestly, so gosh darn cute. I don't hate Kirk Cousins. I mean, they were a little heavy on the on the you know worship aspect of their Kirk their life, so that's fine. Does his own research. But as soon as you saw Marcus Mariota get benched and and Kirk Cousins lose in the playoffs, it was two full episodes of Mahomes and the, and the Super Bowl. Yeah. But the point I'm trying to make is you heard some like conversation talk between him and and referees and stuff like that too. Yeah. And how they didn't just treat him like a run of the mill player, right. kind of treated him like he's a superstar. Yeah. Which he is. It happens um, in all sports. Yeah. Also realized uh I wish I had wish I had a golf course in my backyard. That's kind of cool. I <laughs> uh, wish I had a whole room for all my shoes. That'd be sick. Yes, yeah. <laughs> it'd be cool. So check it out, man. It's good. I I will. But uh, it yeah. doesn't it doesn't break the formula. By the way, it doesn't it doesn't uh, uh, change the formula? Is what I'm trying to say. Sure. It's just a regular run it's of the mill football thing. But no, it's nothing new. A little more access. Yeah. Um. So yeah, Messi clearly getting some preferential treatment, but you know we'll get to see it. You know potentially hands on in a few weeks here. Um, I do want to ask you, uh, before we sign off for the week, have you seen the pictures of the League's Cup trophy? Yeah, I think I made something like it in medals class back in eighth grade. (laughs) I understand that this is the first time they've awarded the trophy in this capacity, and it's probably not going to be on the level of MLS Cup or the EPL trophy or the Stanley Cup or whatever, but I saw this thing, not only how it looks, but when they handed it to Lionel Messi and he calls Yedlin over because he, he gave DeAndre Yedlin the arm, the, the captain's armband and called him back over or whatnot, they looked like they could have grabbed that thing with two fingers and just like wheeled it around like it was as light of a fe- as a feather because it looked and seemed like, felt like it was built out of aluminum foil. Like it could have crunched at any minute. And you have like, someone yeah. like Leo Messi raising this trophy, which is more like a, I don't know, dude. It was it was like shorter than the orange bowl for God's sakes. It was uh it looked like a one of those metal like teapot things that you see on the shelf of like a thrift store that somebody donated a long time ago. It it doesn't it looks, look good. It looks like it was like you know, like it, it was it was in the it was just done welding or whatever, and you gotta take your hammer to forge it. You got <laughs> clink clink, you're you're forging it into something, and they just didn't bother to make it symmetrical. Right. Because it looks it looks like a giant just went just crunched it. It looks like someone's like pelted it with golf balls or something, or just thrown softballs at. That's what it looks like. It looks like it's the bowl at like a, a carnival where they're like, you throw three softballs in it, you're gonna win fries, and it's just been pelted with softballs over it. It looks like it has extensive hail damage. Yeah. Uh, but and there's something scribbled on it as well. On the it looks like some toddler was like practicing their handwriting. It's not good. They etched Inter Miami CF on like the inside lip, and it's not good it looks terrible it's like hand etched though right it looks freaking scribbly yeah. it's not like they got a laser engraver and did this very special thing but they also hand etch on the stanley cup to to give it to the team that wins it right before and they have somebody who is able to do it in a way that looks good like it, it 
Yeah, I think not it's just the, not this caveman style. No, well, chisel. and I also think part of the problem is where they tried to etch it in the League's Cup. It it's there's no good way to like rest your hand or do it or whatnot. So on a little like plaque that they do it for the Stanley Cup, it's a lot easier. I'm just saying this is a terrible I'm trophy. Not it's a terrible look. Lionel Messi probably was like, really, this is this is what I'm. That, I mean, he looked that's happy. Like he was like DeAndre Yedlin. You're you're the captain now. You should raise this this monstrosity. And I did see a hilarious tweet where it's like DeAndre Yedlin's really showing his time with Tottenham Hotspur because he doesn't know what to do once he's handed a trophy. Clearly, he has oh, never experienced boy. this. <laughs> oh boy! Real. On the other hand, all jokes aside, really cool of Messi to be like, "Hey, man, you were the captain of this team before I came here. Here's your armband. Let's go do this together." For sure. And that's a moment you'll always have, man. It's it's like, dude, are we best friends now? Like, this yeah. is awesome. It was cool. He gave him the armband, made sure that he was there toward the end, and and, and call him over. It, it, it was a cool thing. Is he the nicest guy, Leo Messi? Is he just, like, a good fucking person? And imagine and if... I want to hate him. I want him to be an asshole. Right. Cristiano Ronaldo, if he was here in Kansas City and won League's Cup with Sporting Kansas City, would not be calling over, you know... Roger Espinoza or or whoever to be like oh yeah this, he'd be like no 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 this is my time it'd be I, yeah, he'd be like I'm raising this little Fisher Price thing this is all me he would have had the league's trophy be just the bust of his face that yeah you know they he, messed up people would hate him but it's tough to hate Messi right now it's tough to hate Miami in general I just think it's a really cool resurgence of their uh, their game down there there are rumors that because of the success of Lionel Messi that the league is looking at adding a fourth designated player for next year and raising yeah. the salary cap. I don't expect it to be raised as much as some of the rumors online are, which is almost right. like a hundred percent increase. It's not going to be that much, but I think the the possibility of adding a fourth designated player spot or limiting uh, the restrictions around how you use those three young designated player spots. I think yeah. those might be realistic for implementation next season, which could then directly help sporting Kansas city who just, rumor has it is about to re-sign Alan Polito to a DP contract. You might be able to re-sign Alan Polito and if they add another designated player spot, still go out and find another attacker, another midfielder, whoever you need as a designated player. I mean, dude, think about it. Like someday Christian Christian Polisic will be here. So someday, you know, Tyler Adams will come on back. You know, it's uh people that are are doing their stuff in Europe, like the MLS is becoming pretty hot. I just hope that they continue to look for that young, like particularly from South America, the talent they found with um, Miguel Almiron, uh, Joseph Martinez came uh, from from Colombia, even though he's playing in Europe. Um, There's just a lot of young South American talent that can make their way to Europe by way of MLS, and I like that, and I hope that, I honestly hope that a team like Sporting Kansas City starts looking at that a little bit more as a pipeline for young talent as opposed to getting some of the older, more established guys that it seems we tend to go after. Exactly. We'll see. Wow. So fun. Well, do you have anything else, my friend, for our good listeners this week? No, dude. Soccer's back. Let's get it. It's going to be fun. It's back. And it's not going to be around for long. I mean, there's nine games left in the season. Hopefully we got more after that in the postseason, but enjoy it while it's here. And uh, yeah, looking forward to, to cooler weather ahead and more soccer ahead. Uh, but thank you so much for listening and sticking with us while we had this uh, break in Sporting Kansas City games. Make sure you follow us on Twitter and Instagram at NoOtherPod, at DanCouser, at JCMac03. You can shoot us an email, NoOtherPod at gmail.com, uh, if you want to get a hold of us that way. 
leave us that five-star rating and review and make sure you check us out kcsn soccer on youtube and via the kcsn app but until next time he's dan i'm jimmy we'll catch y'all later see ya insert funny comment thank you for listening to kc sports network we appreciate your support don't forget to hit that follow button and leave us a review if you like what you heard You can find all six of our channels covering the Chiefs, Royals, Sporting KC, and the KC Current, plus KU, K-State, or Mizzou by searching KCSN wherever you listen to podcasts. We're also on YouTube. Entertain. Educate. Inform. KC Sports Network. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.